Hello, anime fans, and welcome to the Right Stuff Anime Podcast. Today is May 9th, 2019, and we're coming to you from our corporate headquarters located in Grimes, Iowa. On today's podcast, we'll be discussing what we're watching and reading, we'll play a word association game, discuss some of the contests we have going on right now, and when not to spoil. So without further ado, let's get this show on the road. Hello everyone, uh, my name is Thomas Breckenage. I am the Merchandising Manager at Right Stuff Anime. Hey, I'm Will. I am a Social Media Coordinator at Right Stuff Anime. My name is Quinn, and I'm Merchandising in uh, Right Stuff. And my name's Michael, and I am also in the Social Media Department. Cool, and this is Quinn's first time on the podcast, so Yay. let's all welcome Quinn to the podcast. Cool. Quinn, can you kind of explain what a day in the life of a merchandising coordinator looks like? <laughs> that, that's what it looks like. It's, it's a bunch of lots of different things. Uh, we prepare sales, so we pick out all the items that you guys find and love. Uh, maybe something that you haven't even seen or know about. So we get to dig through our entire catalog on the website, find the items, put them in sales. Uh, we keep and maintain the website as well, so hopefully any mistakes are never found because we don't make them. And, oh, good grief. Uh, lots of prep for lots of different things. Lots and lots of different things. That's all I'm going to emphasize. <laughs> yeah, we're already starting work on our birthday sale oh, that yeah. will be coming up in July. Yeah, oh, yeah we, we are going to be celebrating our 32nd birthday. So, so we're going to have, so we're doing a special theme for our 32nd birthday. We won't tell you what it is, but throughout June or July, you'll find out. Teasers. Yeah. Yes, it is a cool theme. I, I am a big fan of it. Uh, based on what the theme is, it is something that was a big part of my life when I was younger. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, um, one of the things uh, we were kind of talking about this week, too, is um, we all know you guys out there are fans of the industry, buy lots of stuff, Blu-rays, figures, all that kind of stuff. And we were kind of getting to talk to about our purchasing history, kind of what we do. I mean, we're lucky enough here where when we get to put in an order, it gets brought to our desk. for us. So we get immediate <laughs> satisfaction. Um, so a lot of us here do tend to uh, get most of our orders delivered right to our desk. So... Um, Quinn, I don't know if you want to talk about kind of how your ordering <laughs> habits or what what you I mean, kind of <laughs> tend to buy the most of. Are you a manga fan? Are you an anime fan? Well, my ordering habits, if I didn't prepare, would make me broke. Uh, I also <laughs> like to call it job security. I recycle my paycheck. I'll just put it that way. Uh, majority of stuff that I end up buying usually is manga. Uh, I fill in collections because I'll find them, you know, out and about and be missing a couple of volumes, so I'll pick them up. I do order pre-orders farther out, and that way they just randomly show up on my desk, and I'm like, oh, I forgot I ordered this. So occasionally people are like, how can you forget what you ordered? And I'm like, easy. I ordered this six months ago. I, I try and keep my budget in line by timing my own purchases to sales, so that helps and then, like, for the giant sales, One we're like... One working. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and, like, for the giant sales, like, holiday and birthday, uh, I actually have started paying myself, like, 20 bucks and putting it in the piggy bank. And then when the sale hits, I have a big wad of cash to blow, and that eases the burden on the overall purchase. So, yeah, there, there's uh, some planning behind that so I don't starve. 
<laughs> yeah, well, have you gotten anything ordered to your desk here? Oh, yeah. Uh, whenever <laughs> I just I just started working here uh, about a year ago, and whenever there was a sale on, like, I, I, I just didn't check my checking account, and I just put, and I just ordered what I could. Oh, that's dangerous. It is, <laughs> it is dangerous, but, but I controlled myself by, like, I could pick five of any items that I wanted or something and per, per sale, and, like, once I got that down, I was able to keep it slightly in check. Slightly, slightly in check? Yeah. So, so price point didn't matter on those five picks? On items? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the, some of the sales were like really good. So it's like Clanad was like over, almost like fifty percent or forty percent off. Uh, like last winter, mm -hmm. I think was it. Well, if, if I can't get it now, then I'll never be able to afford it. So it's true, like, true. So I mean, I might as well get it, get it when I can. Yeah, yeah. Future you will just be a little less. Uh, uh, <laughs> be more broke. Yeah, be more. Yeah. <laughs> But it'll be worth it because I got my anime. Yeah. How about you, Michael? Do you get things? Not too often. I've been here just about seven years. And when I first started, I was getting things like Speed Racer. And we've got the complete uh, live-action Ultraman collection. At one time, we had that. I got those in. Now it's just uh, a random figure every now and then. I think a couple mm -hmm. months back, I got that Shiro cat version little oh, yeah. little palm held figure i've got on my desk yeah, but I, I i tend to keep my money closer to my vest so uh i would like to spend <laughs> a lot more but there's a lot of things going on right now so i'm trying to keep it to a minimum but yeah. i also enjoy getting things delivered to my desk <laughs> were you one of those people that bought that huge like speed racer head collector's edition no i actually thought that was kind of creepy um, <laughs> as much as i love the series and i love that they put that out i could not bring myself to spend that much yeah. money on it but i would love to eventually someday own all the mm. all the Oh yeah, because yeah, because they had the discs. They had uh, popped out of the back yeah. of the guy's head, and it talked too. It, it talked. talked. It talked. No yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, I guess for me, I I am lucky enough to have a partner in crime. Uh, my wife handles buying all the manga, and I handle buying all the anime. Um, so that's kind of been easy. Uh, she was a huge manga fan before I met her, um, and it's just gotten worse since we've gotten married. <laughs> Um, because now she also gets some of the things that like I, I was really into um, uh, like she got into Berserk after I kind of introduced her to that um, and a lot of long running series like I, I remember picking up all the hardcovers of the Gundam The Origins um, those books were really beautiful and uh, I like things that kind of go into like the history so I've been getting a lot of the hardcovers of the Devil Man uh, the Captain Harlocks uh, that awesome Space Battleship Yamato uh, hardcover that Seven Seas just released uh uh, those books just look awesome on a shelf. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I mostly purchase anime. I even go as crazy as getting stuff imported from Japan. Uh, my last import was uh, I got the Devilman Crybaby uh, Blu-ray set from Japan just Dang. because uh, I don't know if that's ever coming out because yeah. Netflix <laughs> stuff is very weird. Um, so And it's just something I would like to physically own. Um, I hope they eventually do a vinyl of the soundtrack to that show because mm -hmm. the music to that was incredible. And then um, figure-wise, I may get maybe one or two figures a year. I'm not... We, we, we don't have much room in our house with all the other <laughs> stuff that we have, um, so we have to kind of be careful on our, our figures. But I usually... Now that uh, working here, 
having an office, I have lots of room to put figures. So um, that's kind of alleviated some of the problems. But yeah, um, I always know when it's the birthday and the Christmas sale uh, here because I'm getting like three or four uh, boxes to my desk of just stuff. I tend to buy everything in one shot and then call it good. I, I don't do a lot of small orders. I do everything in one big bulk and try to just take over a certain period of time and make sure um, I get, you know, what I'm looking forward to. So it's always, it's always great surprises to get stuff to my desk. Cause I'm like, I forget I, I ordered that. And you know, there's always the, the usual, you know, order something, uh, they need to print some more. So it gets mm-hmm. delayed a couple months mm-hmm. and then, Oh, surprise. It's here three months later. And yeah. then we get it. So for those of you who sometimes suffer, uh, from wondering why, where something is, we suffer the same thing. I know, uh, discotheque just got done moving warehouses so i just recently finally got my copy of devil man oba that i ordered back in december so it's a happy surprise yeah one other thing um you, you said you ordered in bulk that that i also find as a good deterrent to buying more things because it makes me feel really broke and then i'm like i can't spend anything for a good couple weeks yeah and then i slowly forget Mm-hmm. and then <laughs> having other hobbies which for some reason yep. i do have other hobbies too um <laughs> Those also, yeah. I'm a big physical file, so I buy a lot of 4K movies and stuff like that. So I'm also, you know, picking up the Marvel movies and uh, anything that gets a really good video upgrade, like the Alien 4K just came out, which looks incredible for a a late 70s movie. Uh, That movie could be released today, and you wouldn't even be able to tell that it is as old as it is with how great it looks. So. It's one of the good things about having creating a backlog of stuff. Mm. Also helps also helps with like money and stuff. Yeah, cool. So what has everybody been watching? We're I think five or six episodes into the new uh season of anime. Has anything jumped out to anybody or has anybody started watching anything new? Well, speaking of backlog, I've been trying to go through <laughs> my backlog of stuff. Uh, I just finished watching The Promised Neverland, the first mm-hmm. 12 episodes of that. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, I, I really did enjoy it, enjoy it a whole bunch. I just, I was not expecting it to get as dark as it, as it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, just what, 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 what mom was willing to do to uh, keep, to keep the way things were, were just, I was not, at, at the moment between her and Emma, I'm, I'm sure you know is was really shocking to me, and just the sound effects that came with it were just like. Ugh. So <laughs> Will's looking at me like, "Oh shoot, spoilers over there! Don't don't do that." <laughs> so did you read the manga before? No, okay. and this is actually the first time mm-hmm. I've ever wanted to go back and read a manga mm-hmm. after seeing mm-hmm. an anime. Yeah, there's I think there's certain things in the anime that work better uh, animated, uh, like some of the. These scenes, the build-up, uh, they're able to execute a lot better. Um, with the, the manga, um, I they kind of are able to spend a little bit more time with the characters, especially um, with Mom and um, I'm not remembering her name, Sister Crone. Oh, uh, yeah. It. Um, her character, too, like, she gets fleshed out a lot more in the manga. Um, yeah. And I, I kind of enjoy that. So it's, it's kind of, you can enjoy both because... Watching something be animated and play out in front of you sometimes is a lot different than the way your eyes portray it when you're reading a manga from panel to panel. Mm -hmm. So you get you you don't realize how much tension there actually is in the scene until it's animated sometimes. And I feel some of that stuff comes through way better than it did in the manga. But like I said, the characterizations um, 
the development there is just kind of better in the manga. But yeah. um, next a- year is season two, so yeah, that's actually the main reason I wanted to go back and read the manga because mm-hmm. like the because Crony and uh, and Mom weren't really. Fle- I felt like there was more stuff in the manga mm-hmm. that they weren't showing in anime, so I wanted to go back and like want, and like read read all that, mm-hmm. hoping to get a better insight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also jokingly uh, watching one of the greatest animes currently going on this season, and that's the NBA and NHL playoffs. <laughs> Yay, sports ball! Yay! Yay. <laughs> well, I'm not watching something new. I'm not watching anything new this season, but I think I may have mentioned in our first podcast that I was watching Food Wars. Mm-hmm. So... It took me a while to get going because at the first few episodes where everybody was having a food orgasm like every five you minutes. You to make it through that first I, episode. Once I got through that, it you. actually got a pretty good story. I think I'm on episode 13 or 14 now. Mm-hmm. I don't get to watch it every night, but it's really starting to take shape and I'm really enjoying it. So if anybody is kind of on the fence about whether they should watch Food Wars or not, I would highly recommend it. Stick out that first episode. You can do it. I have faith. What about you, Quinn? I'll have to try. Uh, let's see. For this season, I've been watching the new Fruits Basket. Uh, it sticks closer to the manga, so like what Will was talking about, wanting to go back and read the manga. It, it's a little different, like the latest episode that I've seen. Uh, it's when Toru is contemplating wanting something for herself and being selfish, quote-unquote. And I didn't even realize that, the, that Kyo and, and Yuki are like in the scene, but they aren't in the manga, like they they just show up. Are you talking about the the yeah, forehead outside. flick? No, the, where they're outside the sliding glass door. Oh, okay. Like they aren't even that isn't even part of the manga. The it's forehead like flick thing. too. That's not part of the manga either, is it? I don't. Where, I didn't even know they were outside the okay. outside the sliding door. I just remember Yuki showing up and being all sparkly and being like, "Well, let's go home then." Yeah, that's all I. Remember. No, that scene was different. Yeah, and I, I, you know, it's been a while since I read it, but the one thing I didn't remember was the forehead flick, and I remember seeing it. I was like, I don't remember that well, happening. I had to go back and watch it again because I'm like, why does he keep freaking out about Yuki being a guy? Like he just keeps saying it over and over. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got it the second time. But, like, with that episode in particular, it was so emotional. And it was like they hardly covered any ground. I don't think I've, like, teared up through an entire episode for a long time. I had to go get the stupid Kleenex. I was like, no, stop making the feels happen. Stop. (laughs) But it's really good. And I've been enjoying it. Um, I kind of, like, so I've seen the first uh, series of Fruits Basket 2. So it's hard for me to think about the Japanese voice actors because I watched the original in the English dub so Shigure to me just sounds different but of course he would because it's the English voice actor and I'm watching the Japanese now so <laughs> I'm like grappling with that in my head even though I know it makes no sense but yeah I've really been enjoying that I've been keeping up with uh, Rising of, a Shield, of the Shield Hero too. That's that's been getting really good. So do you feel like for Fruits Basket that a lot of the comedy is missing? Because that has been so my, my example uh... of it is the scene with Toru where like they just wake up and then like she had cleaned that room and in the manga they had that whole thing of her like tackling that room and it's super (laughs) funny but like it almost to me it almost seems like they're really focusing on like the very the emotional aspects Mm -hmm. and they're taking out some of the comedy that made the manga like really funny I think it's been too many years since I've seen the original anime and too many years since I've read the manga that I've Mm -hmm. forgotten and that's one nice thing about having a lousy memory is that I can just enjoy stuff as it's presented <laughs> now. So, like, even that scene with the sliding glass door, I didn't even realize that wasn't a, an, or it was an original scene. Mm. So, like, 
I'm enjoying it for what it's presenting, mm -hmm. and I try not to compare things. So I think that if you start comparing things, then it might take away from it for what it's presenting. And I think you are right. I think they are going for more emotional. Mm -hmm. um, but I still find myself giggling at the little funny bits. Like there's not a, a laugh out loud moment mm. per se. But like when Kyo first shows up, he still crashes through the ceiling and I completely had forgotten about that. That mm -hmm. one made me laugh a lot. So No, I, yeah. I, I think the show's good. It's just it's been interesting that what they decided to focus on because I think the I and I haven't watched the original anime. I was never one of the early mm -hmm. adopters of it, but I I hear that there was a lot more comedy in the original one. Um but the manga, from what I've read, uh, they've, they've taken out some of the comedy stuff. Mm -hmm. And to me, it, it, it's still a good show. I'm still watching it. It's mm -hmm. just been interesting that they go for that focus instead of uh, kind of a mix. But I think they said this is supposed to be 52 episodes. Probably. Because it says yeah. first season on it yeah, this time. No doubt it's going to be in the 50 range. Yeah, yeah and even like with good. 52 episodes, I know you're like, 52 episodes, you're going to be able to cover everything. <laughs> it is a huge series. <laughs> And it's still like there is going to be things they need to cut, even mm -hmm. in fifty-two episodes. Um, but we'll get to see all the Zodiac characters this time. That's true. Everyone will get to show up. I've still been watching the same stuff. I'm still watching the best anime this season and last season, which is Doro. <laughs> Doro. Um, Self-proclaimed. That that show, God, it's so damn good. <laughs> I want to see this. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. Why? Amazon. Amazon ah. Prime. Um, Elitists. No, they. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen the the latest two episodes. I'm a little behind. I, I did read a snippet that um, uh, one of the reviewers, I think an anime news network, said um, we're starting to see Hakimaru through the eyes of Dororo now, like he him as a person, and uh, that focus is kind of starting to show in the show. The show is is just like I, it's just so brilliant. Um, it's the perfect example of taking a source material of something that is very old mm -hmm. and it may not have been perfect and turning it into something that is just so much more um and then i don't know if i said this last podcast or not but uh some of the pe uh one of the people writing it and working on it is one of the people that brought jojo's bizarre adventure oh, to okay. anime form and like made it what it's supposed to be so uh she just has a really, really good sense of like taking a basic story and just fleshing it out. Like, I, going back and reading Dororo now, it's just like, I very rarely am I just like, uh, source material is not that great. But, <laughs> and I know it's made by like the god of manga, like Tezuka, mm -hmm. but like this, this anime is just yeah. so And it was done better. at a different time, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. like, the stylistic and the pacing is going to seem really slow to what we're used to now. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. find, I find that yeah. a lot of, like, manga from that period seem to be either short on page count mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. short on, like, production time. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, mm -hmm. Attack on Titan's back, two episodes in. It is... It's at all the... How do I put it in the best way possible? It's back to the meat. I guess people that they like. It's to the fighting. It's to the military tactics. I think it's the thing that made people really fall in love with it. Last season was very much a lot of discussion and politics and people who were looking for, you know, that action and things building up. That wasn't there very much. Uh, it is back now. Um, they're reclaiming uh, the wall that they lost um, when Aaron was younger and lost his mother. So there's a lot of flashbacks to, um, you know, him remembering his mother, him fighting by the area where his mother was killed. Mm -hmm. um, introductions of new Titans, 
uh, introductions of uh, new ideas, and uh, uh, this season you get to find out what's in the basement. So Ooh. yay! Finally, finally, <laughs> so, a long time. <laughs> um, yeah, and for those of you who are uh, reading the manga, um, I think uh, I, I I get it on Crunchyroll. Uh, they simulcast all the new chapters, and it, it's reading it's reaching a conclusion right now. And uh, the story has gone in a direction I never thought it would, and it is actually I think it's actually really good for the series. So it'll be interesting to see how it ends. But yeah, Attack on Titans back on Sundays. So start you, watching that. Are, is anybody watching Demon Slayer too? Yes, I am. Yeah, I watch anything that uh, UFO Table does, um, uh, even if it's like I wasn't a big fan of Tales, but it's mm-hmm. beautiful to look at. Um, I hope they don't get any trouble. They got in trouble for tax evasion. Oh yeah, oh. I saw. I saw the news. <laughs> they they owe a lot of money. Yeah, uh, so it's like no. Um, hopefully they don't close. Um, yeah, they do a great job. I love watching. Yeah, stuff. the watching the animation of him using the sword techniques as water. Yeah, um, is just absolutely beautiful to finally see animated. You can see it on the manga pages, and it's kind of cool how they show it. But actually seeing it done in animation form is pretty incredible and and to me it seems like really authentic too like it's mm-hmm. kind of like more visual for him because mm-hmm. i was so afraid it was just going to turn to another special move you know yeah. via naruto or something yeah. i've really enjoyed it and the animation on, on the fight scenes has been really high quality in mm-hmm. my opinion. and this is not a long uh the the manga series is pretty close to ending i think i think there's mm-hmm. probably only a couple volumes left it's it's reaching its conclusion so mm-hmm. this is very much a shonen title it's not gonna overstay its welcome yeah and because uh, <laughs> at first i was just like how is ufo table going to do a shonen series it's gonna be like three episodes or 300 episodes long and then like i started catching up with the manga and i'm like oh this is not gonna be 300 episodes at all <laughs> so it's very much in their wheelhouse of you know being able to yeah. complete it it's it's not gonna be something that goes on forever so it's really good yeah it's mm-hmm. it's it's been one of the, the better ones there's been a lot of really good stuff this season it's mm-hmm. kind of annoying <laughs> not enough time and that was the exclusivity too it's like One Punch Man Hulu oh, Dororo yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazon it's like it gets kind of annoying and expensive to have to pay for all these services I mean mm-hmm. luckily enough I have friends, and each one of us pays for a service, and we all kind of share with each other. Um, <laughs> so that kind of makes it a little bit easier. A reason to get out and make friends. That's true. <laughs> yes. Silence. <laughs> what? I'm not implying anything. I, I don't have Any time friends for friends. Guys? I have no time for friends. <laughs> so we got a game for you. Yay! Well, yeah. do you want to explain how the game works? Okay, so this is going to be just a, a pretty simple word association game. So I'm going to say a word, and then the and then rapid fire succession. Each each person is going to say the first anime that comes into their into into their head. Okay. So it's pretty simple, just a nice way for people to get to know everybody. Nice nice team exercise. Okay. I hope I can complete this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, should, I, I should should be pretty easy. Okay. So let's see. The first first phrase. Yeah, who are you asking? Oh, this to? sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first, I'm gonna ask Quinn, and then I'll go to Thomas, and then I'll go to Michael. Cool. Okay. And then I can ask you too. Okay. Yeah. So we all get a turn. All right. The first one. Throwback Thursday. Slayers. Uh, Wolf's Rain. Speed Racer. <laughs> nice. Yowie. I hear the sunspot. No. 
I that it's not something I really partake in. Candy-colored candy paradox. There, there's another one. Okay, cool. Us. Yes. Uh, citrus. Uh, that's that, that's Yuri. That's Yuri. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'd get it wrong. Uh, um, oh. No, uh, Junjo Romanica. There you go. Okay. There we go. I like banana fish. There we go. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like... I even purchased the figures for that. Cream, the cream of the crop, cream of the crop stuff. <laughs> uh, third, Baca. <laughs> I don't think I should say what I first thought of. Um, <laughs> uh, way too screamy, enthusiastic girls. Baca des y'all. Anyway, yeah, I got nothing. Duh, I have no idea. Melancholy of our Jesus and Mia. How about that? Baca and Tess. There we go. <laughs> Okay. When I hear that, I think of a lot of memes that are going around right now where the guy's slapping the hood of the car saying, this thing's got a lot of good stuff in it. Baka Baka's all over the place. <laughs> One more. Uh, Studio Ghibli. Toshiro. The Cat Returns. Princess Mononoke. All right. Mm-hmm. Cat Returns, I wasn't expecting that would be the first one. Uh, <laughs> I loved that one when I saw yeah. it. That was really yeah, good. I have weird taste. I, I'm on the other side. <laughs> I mean, I would have just said, said my neighbor's Yamada's just to mm-hmm. be like. Well, <laughs> I also like Porco Rosso a lot, too. So I like a lot of his more different stuff, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. well, then I'm surprised you didn't mention that. I also like the, the offbeat ones, but I loved The Wind Rises. And yeah. I know a lot of people don't even mention that when they mention like Studio Ghibli titles. Yeah, no, I don't know why, but that I'm, was, that I'm was more cool. of a Ishio Takahata fan, so I guess I should have mm-hmm. just said one of those because almost any of his stuff has been good. I mean, Grave of the Fireflies, you watch once, you never want to watch again. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful, but it's very tragic. And uh, even his last film, uh, I think it was Princess Tales Kaguya, of, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. was absolutely beautiful. Um, and then uh, Pom Poco, I, I think, pretty <laughs> hilarious. So I've always preferred his stuff over uh, Miyazaki. Um, but I mean, they're both bitter, angry <laughs> old, old men. But I always like Takahata stuff. Only yesterday, um, I still remember driving all the way to Minneapolis to go see it. And the uh, it was a I can't remember what the theater was in Minneapolis. They had the big sign up, and it said uh, only yesterday. Uh, Featuring a dub, uh, or was yeah, featuring a dub with famous people. And that's literally <laughs> what they wrote, and it just made me laugh so hard because it never really got a great release here. But only yesterday is probably one of the, I think it's the best Takahata film. But. Okay. Any other questions for the game? Mm, no, that was it. Th- eh, there, there was one more I wanted to wanted to try out. Okay. okay. See, you, see, you get get discussion going. Overrated. Evangelion. I just started a war. <laughs> that is my favorite series. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the reason I, I am an anime fan. My, my, my Evangelion. I was, I you can't a, defend this. I was no, a, no. You're I was a film, your own title. I went to film school, and in one of my courses, uh, one of the, the English courses I took, we had a manga assigned as something to read. Hmm. And the class focused on existentialism. And oh. that was my introduction to Evangelion was the manga. And then I watched the anime. And then I was completely blown away. And I fell in love. But my overrated <laughs> one is Dragon Ball. Sorry. Dragon Ball Z to be specific. Dragon Ball is actually a lot of fun. Dragon Ball Z 
gets to be extremely repetitive, I feel. Mm-hmm. But, like, Dragon Ball is actually a lot of fun. It's got a lot of that, you know, Dr. Slump uh, comedy and stuff, like, hijinks and, like, mm-hmm. shenanigans and stuff like that. And I like that way more than yeah. I like the screaming and uh, I prefer the adventure fighting. feel of the Dragon Ball than mm-hmm. the static of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. And all the villains seem the same. Like, I stopped at the Boo Saga because I was like, wait, wait. This is just a pink, puffy version of Cell. <laughs> anyway. I know I'm going to get a lot of haters for this, but I'm going to say overrated. For me personally, it would be Sword Art Online. I loved the first season, but ever since then, all the different variations and arcs, they've completely lost me. I don't even follow it anymore. Mm -hmm. I agree with you on that one. I did like the third season, which a lot of people didn't. That's the, the machine gun. Gun World 1. I don't even know. I actually like that one. <laughs> what about you, Will? Well, uh, just to be clear, overrated does not mean I think it's bad. In fact, I actually <laughs> like the show. But Ger- I'd have to say Gurren Lagann. Mm. Only, only because the first seven or eight episodes, they exist, guys. They still exist, and you have to get through them. To get to the good stuff. It was well animated and silly fun and strangely inspirational, but like one of the best mecha or just in general best anime of all time. Not really. It's not even like one of the, it's not even like the best Gainax, Gainax like movie or TV show that they've made. Mm -hmm. It's still good, but it's not like a five out of five, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Mm. I I like to kill a kill. Oh yeah, I know. Kill, kill like they're all fun, but like I I expect I I want like more out out of mm-hmm. I, I get more out of like other anime. Like I got a lot more out of like compared to Gainax. Like I got a lot more out of like Fooly Coo Fooly Cooly mm-hmm. Fooly Cooly. Like that's one of my favorite anime of all time. But, yeah. Like it's just yeah, it's just different strokes for different folks, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I like more story than just. Give me cool animation and action. I'm like, I need depth, guys. Depth. There's yeah. tons of that in Evangelion. <laughs> no, yeah, that's why we're all there's, there's people clapping with chairs, and I'm like, what is going on? Uh, what happened to my giant mech show? I, I, I that no, show, no. To me, that show spoke so much to like what it is to have depression and stuff mm. like that. Like that last scene was just pretty. Uh, See, you lost me because I was like, what is going on? Yeah, so yeah, it, it, it strays away from the uh, the giant mech fighting and mm-hmm. goes into like the deep emotional stuff. And then, and then we get... The if it big... had started out that way, it would have been fine. It just, it switched on me. Mm-hmm. And Hidekiano, <laughs> like the, the creator or the director of it too, like he, he, was, he went through like a period of being suicidal too and mm-hmm. that kind of comes through in the show and then if you yep. see death and rebirth and then the end of evangelion it's like oh dear god like it's <laughs> it's I, I i'm super excited that netflix is going to have that in hd yep. and i'm really excited to see what the discourse is going to be on it now that people are going to be able to rewatch it and mm-hmm. not to mention a whole new generation of people of anime fans are going to watch it and i'm super excited to see what their reaction is going to be to it because it's Myself included, I have waited ages. For, I when I first heard about it, I was like, "Oh, cool." Well, it's not on any streaming sites. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's on DVD. The DVDs cost like a hundred bucks. Okay, maybe it'll be on Blu-ray. Okay. Ten years later, it's still not there. I could have loaned this to you like a year ago. I have it. 
Is it, it, what? I own the DVDs because that's how I watched it first. And then I'm looking at it going, you ain't my money. Well. Yeah, I know. Now he's like, ooh, 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 please, ooh, please. This is well, good information I, to know. Yeah. All right. You I, guys are going to have to talk after I, the podcast. I know what I'm, I'm doing next next weekend and then watching <laughs> it, and then watching the actual movies like when they come out on Netflix. Because yeah. I'm sure I'm going to get a little screwed over by the ending. But I'm totally, I'm totally expecting that. I'm totally excited for it. <laughs> Cool. So we've got some contests going on too, as well. Yeah. What do we got going on? We're working with G Kids on a Nausicaa ticket giveaway, so we're giving out two free tickets for a sh- for a showing for Nausicaa. They're celebrating the 35th anniversary this year. Congratulations, yeah. Miyazaki and yeah. everybody. Read the manga. Yes, please. Like the manga is like if you love the movie, you're gonna get blown away by it when you read the manga of it because it yeah. goes so much more into the story. And like, isn't the movie just isn't it like technically it covers like only like a, the first quarter yeah. of the and manga? There is some things that they leave out as well too. So, mm-hmm. um, and then the Viz release of it is just hardcover, really beautiful. In yeah. a box um, set. Yeah, it's, nice. it's mm-hmm. super nice. And then a second contest that we're putting on ourselves. I am excited for this. I wish I could sign up for it. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's the latest films from the anime director Masaki Yuasa. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did the Tommy Galaxy, uh, Devil Man Cry Baby, obviously. And we have a couple. We're giving out a couple of his films: Lou Over the Wall and Denied a Short Walk on Girl. Mm-hmm. So we're giving away Blu-ray copies of that. And yes, mm-hmm. and his other. I also we we have ping pong. We still have ping pong on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. You gotta get that. It's possibly the best sports anime of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also want to mention that uh, the night is short. Walk on girl. If you've seen the Tatami Galaxy, there's a whole bunch of references to mm-hmm. it. So there's a bunch of like nuggets in there. Yeah, they cool. they even carry some character designs over yeah. from. It's almost like it's a different. It's almost like a different parallel universe within the Tatami mm-hmm. Galaxy multiverse. So yep. definitely, if you're a fan of Tatami, definitely, definitely mm-hmm. check out Night is Short. Yeah, and those are contests that are. Um, you can join that by going on to visit our website. Website. <laughs> <laughs> you can go big. visit our website, folks, at writestuffanime.com, and there's a contest section you can click on. You can see all the contests that are going on, and you can sign up for them and. Hopefully, uh, one of you guys will be our next winner, and we'll be sending out the packages to fingers crossed. Yes. So, one of the things I've kind of been interested in lately is I know it's not anime related, but the discourse with Endgame and when it's okay to talk about spoilers. Um, Never okay to talk about spoilers. It, it's been kind of an interesting thing too because we're we're now is with social media and the way that the internet is. Uh, the minute like big things that are popular come out, you know, it's all over the internet. And like even even the directors, the Russo brothers for Endgame, came out and said, "Hey, please don't ruin this for people uh, that want to experience it." They had this huge campaign. They had the actors, Josh Brolin as Thanos, saying like, you know, don't spoil Endgame. And then like this Monday, uh, the Russos said, "Hey, it is officially okay to talk about Endgame spoilers." And I think it had a lot to do with them releasing the trailer for uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, which has a big spoiler for it. So, (laughs) thinking about things in, like, the film industry, Star Wars, and all those kind of things, it makes me wonder, when is it okay to talk about spoilers in anime? So, it it used to be that most of the way that we watched anime was us buying physical copies of things when they were released, you know, a year or two after they came out in Japan. 
Um, so, I mean, trying to think of, like, Evangelion, like, new people are discovering Evangelion all the time when, like, the DVDs are being released and stuff like that. Um, so that wasn't a, a big thing. But now we are getting it almost the same time or a little bit after Japan does. Um, so, like, is it okay to talk about the show right after it airs? I mean... Game of Thrones has been a big one too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, do you are you, are we all allowed to talk about it on Monday or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's definitely a rule set in place if you have multiple people watching the show, mm-hmm. or you always have that one person who's like, "I'm busy this night. Nobody talk about it tomorrow." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's just an interesting topic for me. Um, I I personally think it's okay to talk about a show after it's completed airing. So. While it's going on, I try to stay away from saying anything about the show until it's over. Um, I know there's always the cases where people miss a couple episodes, or people like to marathon the whole mm-hmm. thing in one go, which some shows work way better better if you watch it in one sitting um, I mean, than watching it week to week. Um, but my, my big thing is I usually try to tend to talk about shows after they've gotten done airing. How's everybody else kind of yeah. go about that process? I mean, it's been a month, and I've had to tiptoe around to Promise Neverland spoilers yeah. for the sake of Quinn. I haven't Thank seen you. the show yet. I appreciate that. I, it's on my queue. I'll watch it. Promise. It's hard when you work in a place where people watch anime and everyone wants to talk about their favorite show. And I think the best thing is just to keep people up to date on where you're at, if you're watching it, if you're not, and hopefully they remember. I'm not referencing a certain incident, incident ever at all. No, no, no not nothing, at all. That's a, nothing of that. Nothing related to the rise of the Shield Hero. <laughs> Bad Promise Neverland. It's dangerous. <laughs> it's a minefield here, guys. Well, we also have online, especially on Reddit. I, we have manga fans of the manga too. Yep. Oh, and yeah. They can be a little unforgiving sometimes oh, yeah. and be like, "Well, if you like that episode, wait till you see what happens to so and so." Yeah, and then like, it's like, "Why would you even say that?" Like. Not everybody who, you know, watches the show reads the manga. Yeah. Um, I, I tend to read a lot of the stuff that I like a lot, but, like, I I try not to, you know, talk too mm-hmm. much about that unless somebody is in- interested in, like, wondering to know what happens. Like, um, but I don't know. I, yeah. I, I personally don't like to be spoiled. Um, that's why I really like it sometimes when the anime is an original because it's like, well, nobody knows what's going to happen. Exactly. Like, uh, Carol on Tuesday, which hasn't uh, come at, out yet. I think it's going to be in Netflix in June. Mm-hmm. Um, will be one where it's an original Shinichiro Watanabe, so you know mm. you don't really know what's going to happen. I think Thomas is following the right guidelines because there's really no hard or fast answer because I know from looking at posts on social media that there's anime that gets talked about, and I mean some of these may have been over 12 years old, and somebody will respond with a post and somebody will be back like, don't spoil it for me. It's like, well, it's been yeah. out for 12 years. Yeah. You need to be able to talk about it or, or at, at yeah. some point. Or so. to avert your eyes from those posts and not look at them. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really think you could ever win, you know, with like not talking about spoilers. But mm-hmm. I think we all brought it up as a group the other day, you know, seeing that they were sports profession or yeah. a guy in a sports team trying to spoil Endgame the first day oh, and yeah. then uh, we saw a post the other day about a, a gentleman in China who was trying to spoil Endgame oh. out in the lobby and he sw- he, he got, got beat up for that <laughs> so he got physically beat yeah, up people get really really serious about spoilers so we started talking about it as a group yeah well yeah I mean I one of the things I always remember is after the Force Awakens came out um, 
we were leaving the theater, and sometimes I don't think people realize what they're doing. Mm-hmm. We we saw the first showing of it, and we're all walking out, and then there's a line to go in at nine o'clock, oh. and somebody oh, no. somebody was just like, "Man, I still can't believe Han Solo died." <laughs> And like, and I just looked at him, and like, immediately this guy, a big Star Wars fan, who's also a bigger gentleman and is six, probably six three, six four, big stature, big guy, uh, almost got out of line uh, to uh, confront the guy. I'm surprised he made that alive, but it's like you, you just have to be really careful. I mean, even like like I remember in college, one of our big things where we would go see the movie together as a group. And um, we would go to a restaurant or something afterwards and mm-hmm. discuss it. And, uh, you know, I, I can't remember. I think it, I can't remember what movie it was. It was a horror movie. I think it was Paranormal Activity we saw. And our waitress w- was really excited to see it. And uh, they basically ruined the whole <laughs> for her. And uh, she took it really well, probably because, like, she didn't want to be completely rude to us. But um, What she was going after was a big tip. Yeah, you know, <laughs> at, at, at the workplace too, it, it, you gotta be kind of careful um, mm-hmm. on what watches. I mean, Game of Thrones for those who watch it is Sunday nights is almost a religion for people, you know, watching it now. <laughs> so most people have seen it, um, but I don't know. It just spoil, spoilers is, is just such an interesting thing. Like we we're at the point now where a director tells us when it's okay to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what kind of world what world do we live in now where we have to wait on the director of a film to say when we can start talking about it or not? But yeah. but uh, I don't know. We've got a couple sales going on right now. Uh, as of this recording, I still have Pokemon too. Yes, and oh, we yeah. have our Pokemon sale celebrating oh, the release Pikachu of Detective is... Pikachu. <laughs> I've got my tickets for tonight. Uh, <laughs> I was I think I was talking to my wife. I was in fifth grade when Pokemon came out. So I still remember getting red and blue and playing the hell out of it. Um, so I'm excited. I've, I've always kind of still been a Pokemon fan. I don't know much about the world of it now. Uh, there's been like eight generations of Pokemon and good God. but uh, They have overpopulation problems, that's what I said. Yeah. The, there, there was a funny article that came out this week too that said the people who, who have played Pokemon, they, I don't know how they would test this, but... Their brain, they, they tested their brain activity and they found oh, that yes. the people mm-hmm. who have played Pokemon have like a, some, a certain thing going on in their mind that helps them remember all the different names of all these Pokemon yep. and regions and stuff like that. And like, if I remember it, yeah, it was like, I remember kids in my elementary school, they didn't know their times tables, but they could tell you all 151 <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> and it, it's just crazy how, how the brain works um, and is. stuff like that, too. But That was a fascinating article. Yeah. Mm. It's, and then at the same time, I'm like, oh, this is what we're spending our tax dollars on. <laughs> yeah. People's brains after they, they've played Pokemon for years. But, um, but yeah, we, somebody's thesis somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but we still got the Pokemon sale going on, and Detective Pikachu comes out, so... Yeah. Yeah. Well, if if there's a lesson to be taken from this podcast, uh, be be more confident and be more cautious when you give spoilers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Think about what you're saying or shouldn't say, or just always not say anything about anything you love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just say spoiler alert. Yeah. And then people can close their ears. Very true. <laughs> Michael, do you want to carry us out? All right. Well, thanks for listening this week, folks. We really appreciate it. 
The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Right Stuff Anime. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you. See you. Bye. Bye.